This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 463. Show notes for this episode and any links mentioned in this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 463. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Here we are kicking off another week. I have a big smile on my face that's half real and half faking it. (laughs) But in reality, I don't have a lot of things to complain about. But also things are still hard, right? So this is where we're at. I hope that wherever you are, you are holding it together and that maybe there are even some like bright lights of hope on the horizon for you today or this week or coming up sometime this month. I know that I have this like overwhelming need for it to feel very summertimey right now. And there's so many things about the summer that don't feel summertimey. And so I've been trying to be really creative in terms of like, how can I make it feel summery when there's a lot of normal summer stuff we aren't able to do? So that's where I'm at. Vinny and I are doing a quick little getaway. We did a solo camping trip last year. This year, we're going to do a little getaway for a couple days, just the two of us. We're going to a hotel that has a pool, um, an outdoor pool where you can sign up for 30 minutes of pool time at a time. It's the only time he will be in a pool this summer. We're very excited. He's not swam at all this summer. That's not true. He swam a couple times, I think, maybe twice in a lake. And so this is going to be like a really big deal. And then we have a camping trip coming up. These things feel like such big gifts. (laughs) It's funny. 
I so took them for granted and they feel like such big gifts. And who knows, by the time this goes live, things could have changed and maybe all these things will have been shut down in Washington state because, you know, those things are changing and shifting and happening regularly as well as we need to protect one another and keep an eye out on the general health of our neighbors and be good citizens in that way. So I don't know. I'm hoping that these things get to happen. But that said, I'm definitely working hard to find moments of hope and moments of sparkle throughout this summer. And what I want to encourage you to do is take a power pause right now. So we're going to be talking about using proactive pauses and how you can use this to navigate right now and navigate a whole lot of things in your life, because I think that you can use a proactive pause in so many contexts. So it's certainly relevant right now in a pandemic, but also in parenting in general and stressful times in general, like when you get out of bed in the morning. So I want to just invite you before we talk about a proactive pause, I want to just invite you to take a power pause right now. And what I mean by that is like, take a deep breath, just take a deep breath and honor where you're at today honor that we get to be together. I get to be in your ear. We're in this together. Honor that even though things are weird and different, that there can still be good things that come of this day and this week and this time. And then honor that you are going to commit to continuing to show up, continuing to grow, continuing to have wins and success and joy and accomplishments and achievements, even in this super weird and wonky time. Okay. And with that power pause, I hope you feel ready, ready to engage, ready to listen, ready to have your heart a little more open. I want to share with you our Shameless Mom of the Week. So I haven't done a Shameless Mom in the Week in a couple of weeks, and I'm so excited to talk about this review. So this review comes from a Shameless Mom Ivy, and Ivy is actually in my Tenacious Mamas program right now. So Tenacious Mamas is my business and leadership mastermind. It's amazing. If you are if you are a business owner and you're wanting to join me for business coaching, shoot an email over to info at shamelessmom.com and just say, hey, I'm interested in Tenacious Mamas. We won't be opening it up again for another handful of months, but I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. This is such a great program. It's a six-month program, and the crew that I have in here right now, they are just blowing my mind the things that they're making happen right now. And so Ivy is one of my Tenacious Mamas, but she also left a review on iTunes recently, and so she is also Shameless Mom of the Week. So if you want to be nominated for Shameless Mom of the Week, leave us a review on iTunes. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash review, you can do that and maybe you'll get nominated. So here's what Ivy has to say about the show and the impact of the Shameless Mom Academy. So first of all, she says, game changer. I started listening to Shameless Mom Academy a couple of years ago when I was knee deep in a crushing divorce that had become more emotionally abusive after I left the 15 year stifling marriage. This podcast was a game changer for me. Sarah's topics hit me like a truck. Shameless what? I had been taught to be selfless, and what it landed me in was a life where I wasn't seen. The Shameless Mom Academy, along with a good therapist, has helped me emerge as a badass single mom of three, as well as a badass entrepreneur. I'm so committed to Sarah and her message that I signed up for Shameless MomCon and now Tenacious Mamas. If you are looking for a boost in a community of awesome mamas, as well as Sarah's amazing insights and topics, then this is the podcast for you. Thanks, Sarah, for all you do. Thank you, Ivy for all that you do, because, oh my gosh, hearing these stories and knowing how the show has impacted you just 
absolutely touches my soul in the deepest way. So Ivy, I see you. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you found the show that when you did so that you could be where you're at right now. So Ivy has a really successful business on Etsy. She is a total rock star. She's so amazing. And I'm so honored to be able to coach her and help her continue to grow her business and to continue to think of ways to thrive in business in a pandemic, because that is totally possible, friends. So congratulations, Ivy. So happy to nominate you as Shameless Mom of the Week. And now let's talk about proactive pauses. So I want to start this topic and just ask you to kind of think through how often you intentionally decide to be proactive versus reactive. And this is something I've talked about a lot over the years, but I think that maybe I'm just going to guess that perhaps you've had a regression, a regression into reactivity. And what I mean by that is it might be that, you know, this time a year ago, you had gotten yourself to a place where when you felt frustrated, you could stop for a minute and think, who do I really want to be in this moment? And when you felt overwhelmed, you could think, okay, I'm overwhelmed, but here's how I can manage it. And then the pandemic hit and then a cultural revolution hit. And now we're in this place of like, holy cow, things are so big and heavy and hard And the stakes are so incredibly high, it's very hard to stay in a proactive place because in some cases we aren't needing to be reactive. We're having to shift and think quickly in critical ways that we are not used to doing. So I want you to think about what this has looked like for you. Where have you become more reactive than you would prefer? I know this has definitely happened for me with parenting because I'm spending way too much time with my kid. (laughs) Can I get a show of hands if you just know you are spending way too much time with your kids? So that is for sure me and probably for sure all of us. Like I've seen so many posts that were like, parenting was never meant to be this. Like parenting was never meant to be 24, 7, 365 for like indefinitely, right? You know that you're signed up for that when they're teeny tiny in many cases, but not so much when they get to a certain age. So I know that for me, I've had a regression into reactivity when it comes to parenting. I've had a regression into reactivity when it comes to certain things that shut me down that didn't used to because I'm just overwhelmed and tired. I've had a regression into reactivity when it comes to certain numbing behaviors. And so when I feel overwhelmed, instead of being able to discern like, okay, here's what I really need to worry about right now. I'll go into a numbing behavior that I didn't used to do. One of the ways this shows up for me is eating cheese and crackers. (laughs) And so this is a behavior I learned about in my twenties that I had, or maybe it was, yeah, in my late twenties. I was living with roommates and they pointed it out to me, but they're like, yeah, like whenever you're stressed out, you like go to this corner of the kitchen. It's like they called it Sarah's corner. And like you just stand there and stare at the wall and eat crackers and cheese. It was specifically wheat thins and cream cheese. Some of you might argue that cream cheese is not actually cheese and you might be right. So I have totally regressed into like cheese and cracker habits during this pandemic. And we have this big window in our kitchen and I literally will like just stand and stare out the kitchen window and eat cheese and crackers endlessly. And our big window looks over the neighbor's yard and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just stared at the neighbors for like 20 minutes. Didn't even know. Like they're probably like, what are you doing lady? So there's multiple ways that I've had reactive regressions or regressions into reactivity. And I'm trying to catch those things and I'm trying to make them better because I know how much better it feels to be proactive and how I feel like I have more power. And I want you to feel like you have the power to be proactive. And we're at this place where 
we've been here for a while in this phase of life that we're living in. And we're in a place where we can make more conscientious choices where we don't have to be so hyper reactive. That doesn't mean that we're not going to have knee jerk reactions to things. I mean, holy cow, like when I learned that we are most likely by the time this goes live, this will probably be formal. But when I learned that we are most likely going to be all virtual um, for schooling in at least starting out the year, I had a very reactive moment. I am not going to lie. Not that I think that's the wrong decision. I actually think it's the right decision, but definitely had a reactive moment because that's going to be really hard. <laughs> and even if I think it's the best decision and the right decision, it's going to be so hard. And I was really hoping that's not how things would turn out. So we have these knee-jerk reactions, but we also can look at this time in this phase that we're in as a long-term thing where we can settle back into some habits that allow us to be proactive. So I'm going to talk through four ways to gain power with a proactive pause. And I want you to see how these might resonate for you, because I think actually all of them might be helpful. <laughs> this episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like 
a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS. S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S. AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. So the first one is to pause when you are losing patience with parenting. And the power pause in this, you're going to ask yourself, what do I really want out of this interaction? What matters most in the long run? So I know that parenting has just looked so different during this pandemic because boundaries and rules and like everything have shifted. I mean, my kid has never spent so much time on a screen and every day it's like this internal negotiation I have with myself around what I feel like is okay and appropriate for him to have for screen time on any given day. And every day that kind of shifts and changes in terms of what I think might be best and right. By the way, there's no right or wrong. It's just like it is what it is and it's all neutral. So what I'm asking myself when I'm losing my patience with parenting is what do I really want out of this interaction and what matters most in the long run? And then I can make a decision after taking that proactive pause around how I want to act. So if something's happening and I feel myself going to that place of like really frustrated and when I get frustrated in parenting, I get very like, you just need to learn that this is the way things are sometimes. (laughs) And for me, I have these moments of wanting to be this like very empathetic parent who has makes space for a child to feel all the feelings. And then when I get frustrated, I'm like, you know, sometimes kids just need to learn everything's not all roses and rainbows. (laughs) And so I find myself in that moment and then I have to be like, okay, hold on. Like, what do I really want out of this? What matters most in the long run? Like, do I need to set a boundary here? Sometimes that's super appropriate. Or do I need to make space for this child to like share more emotions in a way that is safe and authentic to him? Sometimes that's, you know, the right thing in that moment. So Where can you take a pause in parenting before you have that reaction? How can you catch yourself? So if you find, if you know you've been yelling way more, or you know you've been like using punishments way more, or you've been whatever, just you know you've been in that more highly reactive state, the next time you feel yourself going there, take that proactive pause. Like literally just make yourself go to the bathroom. Like I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to like sit and pee for a second or just pretend to pee, wash my hands, Take that proactive pause to think through what do I want out of this interaction and what matters most in the long run? Because that will give you some perspective. Number two, the second piece of this, this is so important, it might be the most important one, is how are you using a proactive pause first thing in the morning to start and frame your day? So you all know I love a morning routine. And my morning routine is actually definitely shifted in this pandemic because I'm using that time to be more productive with work stuff than I used to because that's what makes sense right now. But I'm still very much taking a proactive pause every morning when I get up, every morning, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekends too, but for sure every Monday through Friday. So it used to be that I would get up pre-pandemic, I would get up and I would do totally like 
personal development reading and a little bit of journaling and writing and make a list of like goals and write down some affirmations. And it was very like centered on me and like how I want to feel today and what I want to get done today and learning a little bit. And then I do my workout. Well, how this has shifted is that I kind of dive into production mode more quickly now, not kind of, I do. So I do do a little bit of journaling. I might do a tiny bit of reading, like it's real quick things to like, just help me focus. And then I'm diving into productivity and I'm like answering emails, I'm creating things, I'm doing prep for the show, things that I would normally do in the middle of the day, but they're things that weigh on me. And if I can get them knocked out before Vinny gets up, it actually creates so much more space for me during the day when I get interrupted 18 million times, which happens every single day. I don't freak out as much. And so if I can get a few things done in those early hours of the morning before Vinny gets up, then I actually am more patient throughout the whole day and I can be a better parent and a better business owner because I've already crossed a couple things off my list early, early on. So that's definitely shifted for me, but that is a very proactive pause that I take in the morning to frame my day, to start the day recognizing these are the things that I need to get done today. And if I get, you know, the top two done now, holy cow, that will be a burden off my shoulders so that when Vinny wants to go play Pokemon Go, which we just downloaded, oh my gosh, (laughs) I have so many feelings about me walking down the street with my kid on Pokemon Go. But anyways, I have to do like a whole Facebook Live or something on this because (laughs) I feel like I look like the worst mother in the world while my child stands on a street corner with my phone and I just stand there staring at him playing Pokemon Go. And we're both in our masks. Anyways, I have lots of feelings about it. I don't enjoy it, but I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're bonding. (laughs) So I have lots more time for Pokemon Go during the day if I can get those couple things done in the morning. And then I also do my workout first thing in the morning after I've done my couple productive things. And my workout's actually later now, like after Vinny's gotten up because I'm getting a few things done for productivity. And then he's up and he's usually like watching a show and I'll go do my workout and he can be independent during that time. So that's been working for me is shifting, first of all, like shifting my morning routine, and then also using that proactive pause to start the day and using it to be a little bit productive. And that's made a really big difference for me. If you know that framing your day would be helpful for you, definitely, definitely get my 15 minute manifest if you don't already have it. So my 15 minute manifest, it's a free download that you can get, and it shows you exactly how to put together a morning routine that can be done in just a few minutes in the morning. It's called the 15 minute manifest. So it can be done in 15 minutes. You can even make it shorter or you can make it longer, but it really helps you frame your day and feel like you have power over your day. And this is a really, really significant way to make a proactive pause. I have thousands of moms who have used the 15 minute manifest and I am constantly getting feedback. I developed it a couple of years ago, but I'm still getting feedback very regularly from moms who are using it or moms, and especially in this pandemic, I just this last week had a few moms who were like, I'm getting like my goal this week is to get back on track with my 15 minute manifest because it makes such a big difference in my day. So if you want support with that, you can go get the free download. Just go to shamelessmom.com slash 15 mm as in minute manifest shamelessmom.com slash 15 mm. And you will get that free download right in your inbox immediately. And you can go ahead and get started with it. It's a fantastic resource. So the third way that you can gain power with a proactive pause is to pause when you are feeling reactive or defensive and noting that you are leading with emotion over thoughtfulness in a response. So I know I'm prone to this just in general life and right now even more so that if something is frustrating, hard, difficult, not the way I want it, 
you know, like most things right now, that I'm quick to be defensive and lead with emotion. I'm a highly emotional person. I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I have a very hard time separating emotion from anything. (laughs) And so I have to really push pause on things and decide to wait so that I can come up with a thoughtful response. And so I have used this actually in the last probably six weeks more than normal in really significant conversations. And it has made a huge, huge difference. So here's the thing about what's happening in the world right now. Everything's really, really heated, right? And because the stakes are so high for so many people and beliefs are just so polarized that it's really easy to get to that place of being reactive, angry, defensive, frustrated, and just wanting to scream at each other. What I have found without fail is that every time I stop from providing an emotional response, I make a conscientious effort to say, hey, I'm not going to actually type that thing on social media in a thread. I'm not going to send that email just yet. I'm not going to reply to that text. Anytime I push pause and say, I'm just going to wait a couple hours, I come up with something so much better to say. And by better, I mean something that's more thoughtful, something that's more compassionate, something that's more intelligent, something that's more neutral. Otherwise, what I come up with is so full of emotion that it doesn't actually support the conversation. It just supports me wanting to like vomit in the middle of a conversation because I'm overwhelmed with emotion and I'm really tired or I'm really frustrated or I'm so sick of hearing a certain thing a certain way or whatever the thing might be, right? So this is something I've learned over the course of my life, but I've it's been so heightened in the last couple of months that it is always better to wait to come up with a thoughtful response. And so I've been doing this and really pushing myself to practice it. And there's even been a couple of times where I'll like start to type something out, whether it's in a text or an email or Facebook thread or whatever, I'll start to type something out thinking like, I know this is a really great answer. I know I got it. I know I don't actually have to wait this time. And then I'll say, no, no, no. Like, you know that you made a deal with yourself, that you're going to wait a couple hours, if not a full day before you reply to things. And every single time, I'm glad that I did it. Every single time I have something way better to say, and I can say it in a way better way than if I did it in that heated moment. And I am a person who by nature, if someone comes at me with something, I want to respond immediately. And the other interesting thing is I've started noticing how other people are reactive in the same way. And people on the internet like when people are reactive in that way. People can sense it. And they kind of like to mess with you. So it actually, if you're in a situation, and now this has not been like all of the situations that I'm alluding to right now, but I have had this happen. If you're in a situation where someone is trying to pick at you and they know that you're someone who just responds really quickly, then this is a way for them to intentionally get under your skin. So I've been in that situation recently and I have been able to hold some power in that situation by not responding immediately, by letting the other person put something out there think that they're going to trigger me or make me upset or whatever. And then I just don't respond right away. Sometimes I haven't responded at all. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids, because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. 
I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. So in those situations where people are like intentionally trying to be nasty, that's one thing. But even in situations where people are not trying to be nasty, people are just trying to get their point across, you know, suggest something, ask something, whatever the thing is. And I'm feeling in that reactive and defensive place every single time I make myself stop to process the emotion independently before I respond to the situation. I always come up with a better response. And the response always allows the situation, that breathing time allows the situation to breathe a little bit in order for me to see the other person's side, for the other person to give more consideration to my side. Like it's like everyone just calms the heck down a little bit. (laughs) And it actually just creates so much more space for like humanness and humanity. So I want to really, really encourage you if you are in a place of wanting to be reactive and defensive and lead with emotion and feeling like highly emotionally charged about something that you challenge yourself to take that proactive pause before you send a response. And maybe this is even in a conversation in person where you say like, hey, I just need a few minutes or I'm going to get back to you a little bit later. I'm going to just take a breath for a minute before I respond and honor yourself and the other person in that conversation in that way. And then number four, the last way for you to gain power with a proactive pause is to pause when you want to shut down and walk away. So my child has this newish habit of when he feels frustrated with something or he feels called out or embarrassed or like he made a mistake because he's highly perfectionistic like his mother, he just wants to go to bed. And so if you call him out on something, he's like, I'm just going to bed. And for a while I was letting him. And then I finally was like, actually, no, you don't get to like every time something doesn't go your way, you don't get to just like go escape it by going to bed. So what I want you to think about, if you know that you are someone who tends to use escapism when things get hard and that's like your reaction, how can you push pause? And so for Vinny, it looks like going to bed and I'm helping him now push pause to be like, hey, you don't need to go to bed. Let's talk this through or let's come have a 
typically with him, if we have a snack, it all goes away. So I'm like, let's just have a snack while we sit and think about this. And then like, literally he has like a pretzel and then he's like, oh, I feel so much better. And now I can like have a conversation. So this is hashtag, this is seven. But for me, what it looks like is like numbing behaviors. So my version of like shutting down and walking away is numbing out with scrolling on my phone or getting on people.com, watching too much TV, standing and eating my cheese and crackers for way too long, like those kinds of things. So that's my escape. So whatever your escape thing is, pause and recognize like, okay, I'm super frustrated or I'm tired or I'm overwhelmed or whatever. I want to shut down. I want to walk away. I want it to be over. Take some space and recognize like, okay, I just need a minute. Like I don't need to completely shut down from this whole thing. I just need like a hot second to reframe. And catch yourself rather than going down a rabbit hole of numbing, which might look like sugar. It might look like alcohol. It might look like binging Netflix. It might look like overconsumption of social media. All of these things that can be huge time and energy sucks and a waste of time and energy. And that can also have, you know, consequences that are not positive. Instead, think about, okay, how can I take a proactive pause? How can I literally like, instead, could I take a walk around the block? Instead, could I like go write the nasty email and then not send it or delete it? Or instead, could I go do a quick workout? Could I like go have a race on the stairs with my kids for five minutes? Could I like, what could you do instead? Could you call a friend? Could you send someone? I'm on Marco Polo sending video app, video messages. Like, could you send someone a friend who can commiserate with you? Like a quick Marco Polo to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. This thing is happening. Just need some support, some solidarity versus like escaping with a bottle of wine, a bag of gummy worms, you know, whatever your thing might be. So power pause there. Okay. So using those proactive pauses to give you back some power, because here's the thing you get to choose. You get to choose right now how much power you are going to hold on to and how much power you are going to harness. You get to choose and you can choose to let the world have the power. You can choose to let 2020 have the power like endlessly every day. I feel like I'm hearing and I've said it too, like just can 2020 just be over already, right? So we're like letting 2020 win. You can choose to not let 2020 win. You can choose to win yourself. You can choose to be the one that has the power over 2020, no matter what 2020 throws in your face. So that's where I'm at right now. That like I'm not going to sit here and wallow in the year that destroyed everything for so many people and in so many ways. No, I'm going to sit here and instead decide how I'm going to have power in the wildest time I've ever lived in how I'm going to have the most power I've ever had in my 44 years of life. So what is that going to look like for you? Those proactive pauses give you incredible amounts of power. So that proactive pause when you're about to lose it in the middle of parenting, a proactive pause to start your day and frame your day, a proactive pause when you feel that sense of defensiveness and anger and frustration, and you're about to lash out with emotion and respond from that highly emotional state. Or that proactive pause when you just want to shut down and walk away and escape from all of it. Those proactive pauses will give you the power to shift your perspective and to take the next right step and to feel some momentum behind you. That you are the person driving the car this year. That you are the person in charge of how you show up, in charge of who you are becoming, in charge of who you want to be in this moment in time. That you get to choose all of that. So if this episode has been helpful, or if you're like, holy cow, I know a few people that need to hear this, please, please share the episode. 
Also know that we will be announcing very soon our core values workshop. So we did an episode a couple weeks, probably a month or so ago now on core values, and it was a hugely popular episode. I'm going to be doing a follow-up workshop on the core values episode where we will do a whole core values exercise where you will get to determine your own core values and do some really cool things with them. This is going to be a game changer for those of you who are feeling a little powerless right now, who are feeling like I don't even know who I am or where I'm going. This is going to be huge. So keep an ear out. You're going to hear me talking about it. And then we'll be announcing everything in the next week or so on the show, on social media, all those things. It's coming up in the end of August. I can't keep my month straight, but it's all coming up at the end of August. So keep an ear out for that because I definitely, definitely want you to attend that core values workshop if you are struggling in any way right now with who you are, how you're showing up, feeling a sense of powerlessness, hopelessness, getting those core values defined and dialed in, in the community and context of a workshop is going to be really, really, really powerful. And I definitely want you to be there. So keep an ear out for all that. Have a great day and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.